I said I would do this. I said I would do this. And now I'm doing this because because I said I would do this. And I I feel like I, it's one of those things that you just have to get yourself to do. And once you do it, they're done. And you did them. So today we're going to talk about privacy. What is there to say? What is there to not say? What is there to not say? There's so many things to say. I... I I felt like I needed to talk about this because I feel like as of lately, I had an instance where I felt like my privacy was violated. I felt like my secure space, my safe place was intruded. It had an intruder in it. I don't know if intruded is a word, but it had an intruder in it. I don't, in the moment, I really didn't know how to deal with it. In the moment, I was really confused. I was really startled. I, I was surprised in a bad way. Because suddenly, it was like, you know in the movies when there's like, a sound breach and like alarms are going off and you see like all the red lights, red and yellow lights like circling and they're like, find the intruder, kind of like that. It felt, I don't want to call this situation a disease, but to an extent, it felt like there was, like I needed to be against someone, like my guard needed to be up with someone that I didn't know I felt this way towards. Sadly, I can't tell you who it is, but listen to this, listen to this. I, I, I know you'll want to listen to this, okay? Because, oh, by the way, short tangent. I was in my women and leadership, women and leadership discourse class, which is an honors class. And we read this research about how people who storytell and reflect are better learners and growers because regardless of what they're talking about or what they're reflecting on, it gives them time to realize what they did well, what they did wrong. It gives them time to adjust their stories to make sure that they are telling the story the, one, the way they want to tell it and make sure to correct the memories in their brain to make sure that they're sharing the things that they want to share, sharing the facts that they want to share, sharing the point of view, their reasoning in a correct manner, which is why, which is one of the reasons I want to talk about this today. So, I was chilling. I was relaxed. I was completely fine. And actually, before I get into that, I want to get into the reasons I do this podcast. And I've said it time and time again. I do this podcast, first and foremost, for my own mental health. I do this podcast because I myself love reflecting and love recapping what's going on with my life because when the thoughts are too many in my brain in the circle they hit against each other it's almost like a pinball machine in there with all the things that i'm thinking about at all times and all the thoughts that get generated every second every minute every millisecond that just wander and and ruminate in my mind right so this podcast came almost like a savior it was a beautiful baby that was created from my need to get my thoughts and feelings, opinions out into the world. And at the same time, it helps other people 
who, if they wish to, or if they don't, get more connected to me. It helps people see things from my point of view, put themselves in my shoes for a second. If they want to or if they don't, that's completely fine. And sometimes it's a friend, sometimes it's a family member, sometimes it's someone I don't know, sometimes it's people who've accidentally stumbled across my podcast. But it's simply, it's almost like, um, it's almost like I'm talking to myself or, or like speaking into the universe, you know, in those movies where like the person just randomly yells something into the sky in the middle of the road, in the middle of the night when no one's listening. It's almost that for me. It's like I'm yelling into a speakerphone and there's a call going on, but no one's at the other side. Yeah, even though that's not true, there's always people who listen to me talk and I'm so grateful for them, you know. It, it's so beautiful to, to be heard. To be honest, the first time I recorded an episode, I wasn't expecting anybody to hear it. I was expecting maybe one person if they were kind of into it, if they were kind of my friend. I was expecting my closest friends, right? My best friends, the ones I talk to every day or I talk to all the time, the ones I FaceTime with. I was expecting them to listen. I thought they would listen. But they don't have to listen. They don't need to listen because I tell them about my life. I I talk to them on the daily. I have one friend right now that we've been on a roll. Like, shout out to you, girl. Like, we literally talk every day. We, like, message back and forth. We'll send each other funny pictures of memes. We'll send each other pictures of the random things we think about. Because we have been able to gain this level of trust that it's almost as if there's no way that these people could pierce into my privacy. Because I trust them to such a high amount. And of course there's boundaries. There's boundaries in every single type of relationship. But it doesn't mean that these boundaries are not discussable. It doesn't mean that these boundaries can't be talked about and negotiated if one of us feels like the boundaries are not being respected or should be changed. But I feel like you can only have that luxury. And I'm going to have to call it a luxury with your closest, closest friends. And I'm so happy and glad and excited that I get to have it with some of my closest friends. But lately, and I'm going to talk about several instances because, of course, it's not one random thing that ticked me off, you know, like it's a multiple, it's, it's, it's several things that I've noticed that have to do a lot with privacy that I just don't know quite how to deal with that I want to talk to you guys today about. One of them being, I got a text, um, talking about this podcast i got a text and I, don't get me wrong i get text i want i don't want to say all the time but i do get text often about people talking about this podcast and like say like oh i listened to your podcast the other day so girl on my statistics class listened to my podcast and this text was taking into their own hands the matters that i discuss on this podcast and you are free to do with whatever you want with the information that I'm putting out in the internet. You know, the internet, the interweb, is a vastless, incredibly big place, bigger than anything you could ever imagine, you know? It has anything and everything that you could ever imagine. And anybody who's listening to this right now can do with, their, with this information what they want. They can take it as advice. They can take it as unsolicited advice. They can completely ignore it. They can block me. They can follow me. They can resend this podcast, share, follow me on Instagram. They can do whatever they want. 
But at the same time, I don't want anybody to take this podcast personally. Because it isn't. It simply isn't. Unless I'm calling you by first and last name, this is not about you. This is nothing to do with you. And I guess maybe the title of this podcast is going to be Keep Yourself Out of My Business. But at the same time, I just, I guess I wanted to reinstate that if people hadn't realized that yet, that everything I talk about here is up for grabs, you know? It's a finder's keepers kind of thing. If you want to take this information, even though you don't think it relates to you, you are free to take it. And I feel like that's what the podcast in itself is doing so far. That's what we do with other podcasts. We listen, we absorb the information. If we think they're helpful, we use it. And if we don't, we forget about it. We completely forget about it. But there's podcasts that I can literally tell you like a quote from them because I feel like they just impacted me so deeply. But just as much as you might know me because I assume most of my listeners on this podcast are people that I know personally because, of course, who else? Like, there's just a bigger um, incentive to listen if you know me personally. Like, maybe you want to know about the tea about my life. Maybe you want to know what's going on, like the boys who are talking to me or the girls who are talking to me. Maybe you want to know where I live, what I do for fun, what my GPA is. There's definitely, like, people who must come here. And I, I don't want to, like, at the same time, it just, it sounds, it feels so wrong of me to say this because it's like, who cares enough to be here? Who cares to spend precious time in their day? Because time is so valuable to listen to me yap about random things that are happening in my life because I'm truly not over here coming and being like, hi, I am Tianju Lee and I was born and raised in Honduras and now I'm living in University of South Florida in Tampa. Like, unless you really wanted to learn things about my life, you would need to listen to not one, not two, but several episodes to be able to piece together information that I give out into the world that maybe you don't want to ask me yourself. Maybe you don't want to talk about it directly with me. But, and I'm trying to make this vague, but not vague at the same time, because there is a message I want to put out there. And I I thought about this too, because I was, I had through my years of watching YouTubers online, right? Like big YouTubers, Alicia Marie, Miss Remy Ashton. I know they're no, they're no, like, what's that guy's name? PewDiePie, or they're, they're no, what's the other guy's name? Mr. Beast. Like, lore diy i'm watching these youtubers who are achieving amazing things and they have podcasts along to prove it with right they have merch companies and even they have the right i've seen and you've seen this too if you watch like vlog style stuff or things like that lifestyle stuff too but sometimes lauren will be like mom family don't listen to this podcast episode or or friends don't listen to this podcast episode you know, or like they'll give a disclaimer at the beginning of the episode and be like, oh, if you don't want to know about this and this, don't watch this episode. And for the longest time, I feel like I didn't understand that. I was like, haha, it's funny. It's true. But like your family can know anything about you, right? Your closest friends. I, I think I'd rather talk, refer to my closest friends instead of my family because I feel like I am much closer to some of my friends than my family. But I would, I feel like I, in very rare occasions, would I be like, friends, don't listen to this, you know? But I feel like I finally achieved, I love how I'm talking about myself like I'm a Pokemon, but I've achieved this level of understanding 
where I understand why they do this. There is some information that you just don't want everybody to hear, which sounds wrong because I just said that everybody can do whatever they want with the information I put out there. But when is personal too personal? When do these YouTubers have to block certain words from their comment section? Random words too. Like not necessarily like bitch or whore or something like that. But they block words such as like brunette or blonde. You know why? Because Lauren talked about it the other day. She was like, when I'm blonde, people would tell me that I look better brunette. So I have to block the word brunette from my comment section so that people, so that I can't see the hate comments. You know, ignorance is bliss kind of thing. And I'm like, wow, people really decide to go out of their way to go into her comment section and tell her things that she doesn't want to know. And I think I might also call this episode unsolicited advice because to an extent, it also is about that. We talked about unsolicited advice um, in my class too. Unsolicited advice can take many shapes and forms, right? I have this really good friend. Well, we're kind of on rough terms right now, but I think he's a good friend. I appreciate him. I think he's amazing. Um, he's met some of my family too. He has a very similar major to me, right? He's going into a very similar career field as I will someday. He's older than me. He's more advanced in college than I am. And I took bio one because there is a prerequisite that USF and states that you have to take at least one science class from which it can be geology, physics, bio or chemistry i don't need to take any of those for my major a statistics major person does not need to take any of those science classes so i took biology because that's the one i was assigned to to be honest like when i got my schedule biology was already on there why would i not take biology you know i like i'm being completely honest right now i did not look into it i did not look into like anything of schedule making for the first semester i did not care i just went to the classes they told me to and it worked out fine it worked out completely fine. I am more than satisfied with the classes I took. I'm more than satisfied with the professors I had. I had amazing classes. I had great professors. I learned amazing things. Yet one day he told me, I don't understand why you take biology. So I explained it, of course. And it was, it was to an extent, a joke. I, I completely understand that it was a joke. But it hurt me. I felt hurt that he was telling me that he didn't understand it, that he thought it was not a good idea. Because I felt belittled. I felt undermined. I felt like I wasn't sure what I was doing. But this is not true. Later on, I, I found out that I needed to take all those classes regardless. Like I hadn't sent in my AP scores at that time, but none of my APs covered biology. So it was a class that it was good for me to take, you know? It, I, I, I stepped a second out of my field. I learned about other things. But this piece of unsolicited advice triggered me so much that I remember to this day, this happened months ago. I remember it clear as day. And he came in with the best intentions. He came in with his point of view to tell me what he thought would be best for me because he had already been there. He wanted me to thrive. He wanted me to be in a good environment. He wanted me, he wanted to be able to advise me through the things he had gone through. Yeah, I did not want it. 
I don't want it. I don't need it. And as of right now, maybe I'm still salty about it. You know, maybe, and I completely understand. This is my fault because I'm the one thinking about it. He's not thinking about it anymore. Well, I don't know. But like, from what I know, he's not thinking about it. It crossed his mind once and it never crossed it again. Yet in my mind, it's bumping around like the pinball I talked earlier. And I've been there too. My mom, she sometimes will tell me things, right? She'll tell me about like her problems or problems that are going on in the family, problems uh, financially, like academically, problems that are going on. And she wants me to listen. She wants me to sit and listen and nod and understand. But because of my nature as a person, I am such a solution seeker. Maybe I get this from my dad. I don't know. I am the first person to be like, okay, you need to do this, this, and this. You need, this is the answer. This is the solution. Do this and everything will work out. Everything will be perfectly fine if you listen to me and you do this, this, and this. But... It doesn't necessarily have to be like that. If you're willing and if the person you're talking to, you care about enough, you will step aside from that personal like personal mission to give them solutions and to give them advice and simply sit and listen. Because this is not about you. This is not about what you want to say. This is about what the other person is telling you. You should be lucky And part of this is talking to myself, of course. I should feel lucky and honored that this person wants to share things with me. They haven't asked for my opinion. They haven't asked for my point of view. Why am I giving it when it's not being required? And I just feel like I needed to talk about that. Because I've been on both ends. I've been receiving the unsolicited advice and giving the unsolicited advice. And when I receive it, I hate it. I despise it. But when I give it, I feel the complete right to do so. So maybe this is a moment for self-reflection where I ask myself why this is. Why am I doing this? And now that I've understood why, it's simply about taking steps to just be a good listener. There's a reason you have two ears and one mouth. I'm just saying the ratio says it all. And I think part of it, uh, adding to that, I think it's like when I listen to podcasts, right? They give me advice and I listen because I chose to listen. I chose to do my daily tasks and put those earbuds in and listen to what they have to say. But I don't get to talk to them. And that's why I have so many things that I have to say later and information I want to share with other people. But wanting to make it a full circle moment, wanting to come back to what I was talking about initially. When I record this podcast, when I turn on my phone and click record... I want people to understand that I am so happy to welcome anybody into the space that is my life and for them to listen. But they don't have to listen if they don't want to. Just like they shouldn't give advice if they don't want to. I don't know why I have such a... I got such a passion about unsolicited advice lately because there's so many factors that go into unsolicited advice. That It's like... A never-ending hole, honestly. Like a never-ending universe, honestly, if you ask me about things that can be talked about and things that are appropriate to say and things that aren't appropriate to say. Maybe you should go back home today and sit and ponder on, are you giving unsolicited advice? Are you... It's almost like we're taking advantage of these people who've trusted us with their secrets, 
events, memories. And instead of giving light heart commentary, we simply took it upon us to go on this little like rescue mission and solve other people's problems. I don't know if any of that made sense. The end.